What's good? This is Marcus, and I'm super excited to announce Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio. This is a 24-7 lo-fi radio stream. We're going to be adding new vibes to this channel all the time. Whether you're studying, going on a long trip, cleaning, or just looking for something to set the mood. Instead of going to Lo-Fi Girl, why don't you check out Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio today? Let's lock in. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Death Free, and you are checking out our quick cast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary and Death Free, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the quick cast powered, brought to you by, sponsored by, all that good stuff by Black Mary and Death Free, the Black Mary and Death Free podcast, where Shira and myself, a married couple of 15 years, chronicle our journey to building financial wealth. And I'm not going to say, dare I say generational wealth. Uh, we're just kind of triggering to me at this point, but you, you, you get the point. This platform talks about our journey to paying off our six figure debt and how we're currently building wealth through the power of real estate investing through the stock market, via our 401ks and Roth IRAs and brokerage accounts and all that great stuff. We also interview like-minded individuals, like-minded couples that are doing similar things. Um, some in real estate, some folks that have businesses, you know, some financial uh experts so you can get a little bit of it all here on this platform and the best part of it is it's clean content it's something you could turn on in your car when you're riding with your kids and you don't have uh oh Richard <laughs> you know we, 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 we're not going to embarrass you you know so you could turn this on with, with, your, with, your, with your grandparents you know because we're just talking about family finance uh, the economy and everything like that now this podcast episode is the midweek dose of the black Mary death free podcast this is when me myself and i come on and talk about different things that's going on in pop culture the economy family pretty much anything 
right? We usually mostly talk about the economy, but, you know, topics can vary. And this is a shorter podcast. So welcome, welcome. Uh, For those of you who are joining in for the first time, please do us a huge favor and leave us a five star review on whatever platform you're listening to this on be that Spotify, Apple podcast, just leave us a little note, a little review. Let us know what you think about this podcast, uh, because that really helps us. Y'all, you know, we do this. Um, there's no, I mean, they, they, this is free, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, if you would leave us a review, that would be awesome. We truly appreciate it. Now, Shire showed me a funny meme this week. Uh, it was a, a lady and a gentleman, standing next to what we would call a bucket, right? A bucket is a is a or is a vehicle that just looked you know, it looked like it'd been through some things. You know what I'm saying? It was a used vehicle. It didn't look very good. It wasn't very clean. Looked dusty. That's what it looked like. It looked dusty. And they were leaning on the vehicle and they were really excited. In fact the vehicle had a bow on the hood. You know, like in those uh, car commercials that come on around Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? But it looked a little weird because the car looks so jacked up. And the heading or the title of this picture said, I'm so happy my my boyfriend got me a new car. And we got this car for a great deal. I think it said something around... 84 months at $350 a month from blah, blah, blah dealership. Right. So it was kind of like an ad, you know what I mean? Like, look, look, my husband got me this car, this dealership and look at this deal I got. Well, we ran the numbers on this car. Shire did $350 a month, 84 months, which is insane. Comes out to $29,000 before interest. Now, this car looked like it was worth $29, not $29,000. It looked like it was worth $29. You couldn't pay me to take this car. But that triggered something because I was also scrolling through financial news and I saw where car debt is piling up as more Americans owe thousands more than vehicles are worth. Now, this hit home with me. Because just just the car conversation anyway, because I've never been a car guy, you know, cars are more of a utility, you know, more than like um, something that I really got into, like for for like, look at me, you know, what I mean, look at this car I drive or whatever. It's like, man, does it get me to point A or point B? That's how I've always looked at vehicles. So we have a car that's an older car. I bought it for $3,500. It's great for our family because it fits all of us comfortably. It's a 2003 Honda Pilot. You may have heard me talk about this numerous times. It has been running good. You know, it's got over 260,000 miles on it. So it's, 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 uh, we've got our money's worth out of it. But, uh, you know, it's been some problems on it lately. And then the past year, we spent about $6,000 in repairs on this car and man that 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 stuff hurts man like that's a lot of money to spend on a car so as it is aging and nearing the retirement age we're definitely pouring more money into the car and so you know 
we recently had to get it serviced for around three thousand dollars. And when the, when my car guy shout out to him, everybody needs a car guy. You know what I'm saying? You need you need you need a car guy. But as he told me how much the vehicle would cost to be fixed, you start thinking: Is this is this the time? Is this it? Should I be looking for a new car? And you start going online. I went online. I went on a few websites just to see, like, what are the prices of something comparable? Maybe a little bit better, you know, newer version of the vehicle. Ridiculous. Way more money than I than it would cost for me to fix this car. So I could either take the pain of giving this guy three thousand dollars and having my vehicle. Or I can buy a new newer vehicle still used, of course, and be paying ten thousand dollars or fourteen thousand or, you know, twenty thousand dollars for this vehicle. Well, it's a no brainer for me. So we went ahead and we got the car fixed. But, it, you know, it does sting. You know what I mean? But this article really jumped out to me because uh, my philosophy is even if I'm fixing a car every year or at making a repair on my vehicle every year, say for a couple thousand dollars, right? It's still going to turn out to be me spending less money than I would if I had a car note where I'm paying 300, 400, 500, 600, sometimes $800 a month for a new vehicle. Well, that's the trick bag that a lot of Americans are finding themselves in. And I'm going to read you a little story about a gentleman named Chris Martin. Uh, Chris Martin knew he needed a bigger car as the birth of his four, uh, fourth child approached. But he and his wife were already $14,000 underwater on their two vehicles. Right. So they owed about $14,000 uh, on their two vehicles that they had. So the couple proposed an unusual two for one deal with an Atlanta area auto dealer in 2020 trading in both of their vehicles so they could afford a three row Ford Explorer. You know what I'm saying? And we wanted to want to upgrade, you know. So here's the thing. Their total loan after factoring in the negative equity. Right. They owe 14,000. So after factoring all that in a service contract, uh, factoring in the service contract fees and other costs. The Explorer went from 60 or went from 49,000. To 66,000. Right. Because they're trading in their vehicles that have debt on them. So. Despite a lot of progress on their debt, Chris Martin felt uneasy. It says, I don't want to be paying interest on cars that I don't even have anymore. And that makes sense. Uh, this gentleman is a 36 year old data engineer. So you're pretty much transferring the debt and rolling them over to your new car. So you're paying for debt for cars you no longer own. It goes on to say the build up in negative equity or the amount that debt exceeds a vehicle's value is rattling consumers and raising alarms within the industry. 
Though it's not unusual for drivers to carry negative equity, some dealers say more people are arriving at their lots up to $10,000 underwater. Now, we've all heard the saying that, you know, your car loses value as soon as you drive it off the lot. And for that reason, many financial experts and just sound folks in general encourage you to buy a pre-owned, certified pre-owned, right? Not a brand new car because if it's pre-owned, it's already had that uh, depreciation, that drive off the lot depreciation, right? So you're, you're, you're in a little better position there. But in general, people are just paying too much for cars. People are underwater on their cars. A lot of it has to do with interest, okay? And the inflated interest from the Fed. If you buy a car and you have an adjustable rate, an adjustable interest rate, you may have bought it and it was 4.3% interest. The Fed keeps raising their rate. Now it's up to six, seven, eight, nine percent interest. So you're you're owing more on the money. You're 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 drowning in a sea of interest, and this is really affecting many folks in the U.S. today. I'm scrolling here because there was something I wanted to highlight. It says the cost of new vehicles has risen twenty percent since the start of the pandemic, while used vehicles are still up 37% even after cooling in the fall. For a brief period, car car owners hit a topsy-turvy market where they could sell some used cars for more than they paid for them. That was kind of going on during the pandemic when cars were at a premium. People wanted cars so bad. Now, that helped the negative equity plummet earlier in the pandemic. But as more consumers deplete savings accumulated during the pandemic, they're falling underwater again. Now, this is a sign of a, of a deep recession, y'all, which I have preached we are in the midst of and getting worse. So it says for trade ins that carry negative equity, the average amount is approaching pre pandemic levels at five thousand five hundred dollars, according to Edmonds data. The surge in prices and prevalence of 84 month loans. This goes back to that meme we talked about earlier. 84 months. Y'all know how long 84 months is? I'm not really too great at math, but let's do this. Let's do 84 divided by 12. What's that? Seven years. Seven years. That's the length it takes for something to fall off of your credit. (laughs) So y'all out here paying car loans for seven years knowing good and well you tired of that car by year two it continues continues on to say that see where was i here okay the surge in prices and prevalence of the 84 month loans are fueling concerns among consumer advocates and within the auto industry Man, this is this is scary stuff. And things like this are signs that we're in a recession. First, the auto industry, people start defaulting on auto loans. So I'm going to paint a picture of an individual that's drowning in debt, right? Because of high interest, because of inflation, because of all the things that are affecting the market currently. 
this person is drowning in credit card debt. They're drowning in auto loan debt and their rent's going up or they have an adjustable rate on their mortgage. And that is going to affect their, you know, their what they're paying to live. Right. So all those three things, credit card, car and home. What are the first things folks are going to default on credit cards? Right. I ain't paying that credit card. I got to drive. I got to go to work. So if it's between car, house and credit card, I'm defaulting on credit first. We're seeing a surge in credit card defaults. The next is. You got your car left and you got your 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 roof over your head, What you going to default on next. I got to live somewhere, man, I'm defaulting on this car loan. And so we're seeing that happen in large quantities in the U.S. And it's just so there's only one thing next. You've defaulted. Folks are defaulted on their their credit card to make ends meet. First, they use their credit card to make ends meet. Right. That's the first thing. Strike one. Strike two is you default on the credit card because I can no longer pay the minimum balance. Then next. Folks are going to default on their car loan. And then the next thing is housing. And that's when we really were seeing an increase in. Um, evictions when it comes to rent and we're seeing an increase in uh, foreclosures and so man these are things that we really got to pay attention to and in our own personal finances we need to start hedging against by doing what paying down debt saving an emergency fund for things like your car going out so that you can just maintain the vehicles you already have right and then not having to rely on credit cards. Like if you have an emergency fund, if you have a savings of some sort, you don't have to rely on credit cards to bail you out. So these are things that we can and should be trying to position ourselves to do so that we're not being a part of this statistic. Meanwhile, keeping our eye on this because these things show you where we are in the recession and thus show you how to move and when it comes to building wealth, when it comes to investing or whatever your goals are, you want to definitely keep uh, your eye on the market and see, you know, these type of trends, you know, help you help you to know where we are. So. As always, I hope you enjoyed this quick cast episode of the Black Mary and Derfy podcast. And like I said on the front end, if you did go ahead and leave us a five star review and we we really appreciate that. Uh Until next time, y'all, this is Marcus, and I'm out. Peace.